What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Kick Out at Three podcast. This is episode one of season two. We finally made it to season fucking two. So, <laughs> it is your boy, Nick. Damn, this is Mike. Damn, Nick, you gonna come out the gate with the F-bombs on season two? This- season two is gonna be bigger, blacker, harder. This definitely sounds like a porn <laughs> I'm describing. <laughs> oh my God. I was gonna say no holes barred, but that doesn't help me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is Randall, by the way. Oh, yeah, this is Dees. Yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> Lamarcus will be joining us momentarily. but So we figure, like, okay, it is 10 o'clock. We have to get this show on the road because who's all working tomorrow? Not a. <laughs> John, shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm on vacation, motherfuckers. <laughs> Like I said, no, it's boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, coming up with this episode, we are going to talk about the Conor McGregor fight. Was that a fight? Was that even a fight? Um, there was an exhibition going wrong. <laughs> uh, the state of the WWE. Also, our expectations for the new Space Jam, which comes out tomorrow. And some, our quick little... I don't know if it's going to be quick. We're going to talk about Mortal Kombat so people will stop asking us. Kick out at three starts yeah. now. So, Thank you guys for being so patient. This is season two of the Kick Out at Three podcast. We've been trying to get scheduling under control, but enough about that. We are here right now. What did you guys think of the McGregor and who the hell was he fighting, Randall? What was, what was his name? Yeah, Dustin Poirier. Thank you. All you casual fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> so we were having. Hmm? Go ahead, John. I was going to say, I have seen you and Joe play more compelling matches of Marvel vs. Capcom than that match. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it was good. It was okay. It was good. You think that was... the first round. Yeah. It, it was, was a it was round fight. Yeah, it wasn't even half of a match. It was a warm-up to the match. Yeah, and then his leg fell off. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, we were just like, we were pretty much done with the Madden tournament. So me and my cousin, we were just playing just a game just to play. And then all of a sudden it came on and gosh, I can't, he needs, he needs to quit. He needs to quit. I didn't catch it at first, but then they showed the replay and I was like, yo, okay. His leg was standing up, but his ankle, I mean, his foot is just, It was like when it looked like when uh, like when Mirko Krokov broke his leg, it was nasty. That again, I mean, to me, to me, it's on the same. It's similar to the Anderson Silva, uh, Chris Weidman thing. I that, mean, and we've had a lot of leg and arm breaks as of late. Because I actually watch. Um, I don't get to watch the pay per views, but I have ESPN Plus, so I get to watch the pre shows and, and or no, the um, you know the uh, prelims. And stuff like that. And there's been a lot of injuries lately. So I don't know what's going on. But, um, I mean, why do you, you Nick, you said um, 
You said Kyron needs to quit. Why do you think Kyron needs to quit? Needs to quit what? Well, okay, well, it's not to the fact that he broke his leg. It's, well, it's kind of the fact that he broke his leg. But the point is, he is he even in the top five anymore? Like, I mean, I think he, I think he is just because he's only lost to like one, two, and three. So he probably is in the top five. But also, I mean, this loss, he technically shouldn't have even had a loss. It should really be a no contest due to injury, I would think. Because, I mean, it was halfway through the first round. You don't have what you can't judge. I guess he tapped out technically to, to an injury, but it's a freak injury, man. And, like, people saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have said, oh, I win with the injury. It's like. It really doesn't matter. It's not like he went and got knocked out cold, you know, and then said, oh, I came in with an injury. No, you saw his leg break. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it's a freak injury. It's it's. I really can't have an opinion of a fight other than a freak injury, and that sucks. Um, they're going to run back a part four, and um, hell, who knows what happens then, but... I think he'd probably be out. You probably won't see that for uh, at least for another curious, year. For anyone curious, Conor McGregor is currently ranked number seven. He's dropped two spots since that fight. Really? Oh. Who, yep. who, that's that's according to UFC.com. Uh, he's number seven behind. Number five is Tony Ferguson, and number six is Rafael Dos Santos. Tony Ferguson's on two fight losing streak, too. Oh, he just um, went up on it. Okay, so wait. Okay, so let me ask y'all this. He said that one of the what might have caused it was one of like a check. Do y'all? Do you yeah. think? No, I, I I heard some. I heard that before, but then I also heard that it was probably due to a strain. They say he was over working out to prepare for he was going above and beyond so basically the muscle was already like kind of weakened in a weakened state because it was doing more than it was used to so then when he got into the fight then it was just like nah so basically his his leg just tapped out (laughs) that's basically what happened what I read was that he he had a stress fracture something like that that's what I saw too yeah he had a bit of a stress fracture which I could it's, it's Pretty much what you said, except it wasn't like a muscle or anything. It was it was his bone, I believe. Yeah. But um, and I think they were showing in a replay that it wasn't necessarily a check kick as much as it was, or it might have been. And then when he went to, I think he threw a front kick that caught Poirier on like the elbow or something. Because mm-hmm. I kind of didn't watch it because after I saw it the first time, I really didn't want to. I just listened to them as they talked through it. And that that's when, you know, the break, the break finally just broke. Um, I guess we are technically saying the same thing, except it, it was definitely, you know, bone. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a freak accident. This fight, this fight didn't happen, you know? I like how I, it, it was funny, but it wasn't funny that Joe Rogan is going to get his interview regardless. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro. It don't matter if if uh, someone's taking their pants off because their balls was hot. That was pretty. That one was funny. It yeah, don't matter if they're. I, I walked away. If Daniel Cormier is in tears. Oh, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. 
But I was like, Joe Rogan gonna get his he's he's gonna get his post post fight interview. I was like, really, bro? You gonna sit right beside him and uh, okay? And Connor already promoting, talking his shit. So I was like, yeah, yeah I, heard that. I don't think he needs yeah, to. because he he kind of concerned me because the way uh, Dustin was coming in, like it was it seemed like he was coming in too fast for Connor. And so and then once Connor was on his back, I was like, oh, that's that's. That's not, not good. Because Connor can't fight from his back. Not that I've seen, anyway. He can't fight from his back. Yeah, no, nah, he can't fight from his back. But um, No, nah, he's not that dude. But um, I mean, honestly, they're, they're going to run it back. I thought it was some clown shit. Like, I, I understand <laughs> him trying to sell. I understand him trying to sell the next fight. But I don't know, sitting there talking about, you know, your wife's in my DMs and this and that. That's, I don't know, yeah. that's too much. But that being said, Ronda Rousey said on Twitter, um, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with her. She said, if you want sportsmanship, watch the Olympics. They, Lord knows they need the ratings. Um, and I kind of agree with that because yeah. all that shit talking kind of was doing was the reason why he became a big name. It's not because he was knocking people out. I mean, because there's plenty of knockout artists that don't get that kind of, Anderson Silva didn't get that kind of attention. True. You know, and he was just embarrassing people. He might, there was some of those fights, he, he might as well have come in sweatpants. I don't know why he <laughs> even came out in his shorts. So, he, you know. He came so in his it, pajamas and shit. Yeah, he could have came in his sweatpants with some footies on. He didn't even, like, well, I guess he, <laughs> Doesn't get much worse than barefoot, huh? Right. Um, right yeah. You know, come in with boxer shorts with the string loose. Like, why the hell did you even well, get ready some, for this fight? With some fluffy house shoes, it might soften the blows to the motherfucker's head. Hopefully, he can kick. Well, he <laughs> ain't got to kick him. He can punch him. That worked, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, um, for those that have been keeping up with WWE or have not been keeping up with WWE, there have been a lot of changes, mainly within releases. And, um... You said what? Anyways, um... They were over, like, I think there were, like, over 30 superstars that were released over just last month. And so, um, be- saying that they were cutting back due to budget, even though this is WWE's most profitable year. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a, uh, let me ju- let me just ask y'all, like like y'all could take turns. John, the most shocking women's release, shocking men's. Uh, for me, uh, the women's is kind of a toss up. Uh, but for me, easily, men's is Braun Strowman, hands down. Like, they were building him to be a world champion. He was in a title then, match the night before. That's the thing I didn't understand. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it made no sense for them to drop him out of the blue unless he specifically asked for it. Well, they said that his contract was rather big. And yeah. so they were trying to do some, like, trying to renegotiate on that. They said they figured he wasn't going to resign unless the, the next number was rather big. I mean, it makes sense. He can so, go pretty much anywhere he wants now. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, as far as women's go, the Iconics, that one hurt a lot for me, because I they grew on me. I really liked the Iconics. 
before they got split up. Specifically, Billy Kay. Uh, I hated her at first, but she grew on me. Billy, uh, that, Billy yeah. Kay became one of the most entertaining parts of SmackDown. Exactly. So, her trying to find a, a tag team partner was it was amazing. It was great. Yeah, she would just walk around with her resume. So I was like, okay, <laughs> if you would have told me that Billy Kay would. I mean, sorry, if you told me that Peyton Royce was going to be lost in the shuffle if they split up, I would have called you stupid. But yeah. that's that's what happened. So. Oh, man. Randall. Uh, for the men, easy. Braun Strowman. Um, look for, for every reason that you already put out there. Uh, for the women, yeah, I guess I kind of have to go with the Iconics because, well, no, let me take that back. I'm going to go. I don't want to steal all of John's answers. Um, no. Well, that didn't surprise me. That didn't surprise yeah. me. That one didn't surprise me either. Um, I guess it. I guess it really would be. Uh, really, it would have to be Billy Kay because, like you said, she was one of the hotter acts on SmackDown. Like her, her even trying to get a tag team partner during the Women's Royal Rumble and then tagging up with Jillian Hall of all. Uh, I, I I loved it. Like you know, so yeah. I, same answer, really. But it's just another symptom of the crowded roster. Like I've I've talked about for years now, you got a bloated roster that you're not doing a lot with. Um, I just don't get cutting the legs off of the ones that are red hot. You know, like the iconics, people cared. You shouldn't you break them up just to try and find other tag team partners for them. Same with uh, yeah, Andy Rose right. and Sonya Deville. Deville. But I digress. You asked about the, you asked mm-hmm. about the uh, <laughs> releases. So, um, Mike, I think that's on you. Um, after further review, because I couldn't remember the list, so I was glad you two went before me. Great <laughs> answers, by the way. Um, mine would be for the men, Alistair Black. Oh yeah, because I'm like. You had so you you could have did so much with him, but they kept putting the same people in rotation over and over and over again, and so that kind of pissed me off. But I see he's in AEW now, so I might actually tune into that moving forward. Maybe no, it is still bad. <laughs> um, and then for me, the women would be Ruby Riot. Like you had a good thing going with the Riot Squad. You really like, did. They had just they had just put them back together. They were on a roll. They had just had a tag team opportunity like, what, a month ago? Mm-hmm. And you released just Ruby. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? In a, in a division, like you said, Randall, that's already lacking in actual tag teams. It's just slapping people together and it's hoping that it sticks. And that's really it. So, yeah, those are my two. For myself, for the men's, I'm going to have to say Alex and Black they were doing these vignettes with him, like what was that? Stories of the Dark Father oh, or yeah. something like that. So they were kind of rebooting him, and then he's gone. And just scrap it. I think it's honestly, I think it's because WWE didn't know what to do with that character because it's it's dark and you can't really sell that to children and get away with it. But we could sell Fiend Mask. But we could sell Mask of the Fiend. That's fair. But they also, they had the Fiend get rid of the lantern that looked like his head, because that's a little too dark. Did they? Did they really? 
Yeah, yeah. well, he, he stopped carrying it after, like, a couple months. I always saw him with it. Like, yeah. I never saw him without it, except yeah, he, this he had WrestleMania. He came out of the jack-o'-lantern that had a pentagram all over it. That's fair. That is fair. Then I have no idea, then. <laughs> but, yeah, Aleister Black, for, for me, um, women's, I'm going to have to agree, the, the Riot Squad, because... Out of all the tag team, the women's tag teams, those two were actually a team. They were not thrown together. They were not, oh, I hate you. You hate me. Oh, well, let's team up. Let's team up. <laughs> Shana. Um, they really use copy and paste. They do, bro. They really use copy and paste. So, and let's, while we're on that subject, for everyone that's complaining about, um, okay, for those of y'all that didn't watch SmackDown, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox were called up. And they were a tag team. So, fuck. Why? Uh, and for those of okay, but before I say anything, for those of y'all that are complaining, they were a tag team originally before Ember. That's fair. That is so fair. chill, chill, chill out. Ember's gonna be fine. Relax. Right, but Shotzi and Ember look like they were having the time of their life in that tag. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, don't call them Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. They are Shotzi and Knox. What is? What's up with everybody dropping one of either their first or their last name and just saying like just call me this? Like before Brady Murphy got released. I don't know, ask Big like E Langston. Before Brady Murphy got released. Hey, that wasn't by his choosing. They took that from him. I listen to the power of positivity every Monday and he rants about that every Monday. That was taken from him. He had no choice in the matter. I mean they did it to him. I guess I just answered my own question, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow! Look at that full circle. Yeah, so it, it definitely the, the uh, ride squad. But I was really shocked that um, Braun Strowman. That one shocked me as well. Um, but there were some ones that I'm like, yo, I didn't even know they were still on the roster. Bo Dallas didn't know he was still on the roster. Um, <laughs> Curtis Axel didn't yeah. know he was still on the roster. Right? They haven't done anything since with the Miz. Mr. Oh, the B team, the, the B team, yeah. And how did Kalisto, Kalisto, I have been wanting out for a while, so he finally got out. Yeah. But then now they're starting to actually do stuff for Lucha House parties. So I was like, man, it, it's a it, it's a crazy, crazy world. Um, hey, did, I have a question. Did they ever? I'm pretty sure they didn't. But did they ever close the the Buddy Murphy and the Leah chapter? Of the Mysterio story, or did they just throw the book away and burn it? I really doubt it. Book away. Aaliyah moved to a different town, and so they couldn't keep the relationship going because they they moved, and so. Yeah, shut up. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go. Yeah, move to another town in the middle of COVID. Remember, you stayed. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Shut up. I am you in general. I mean, it's that stupid. So, speaking of COVID, uh, on Monday Night Raw, that was the final Raw, final WWE event in the Thunderdome. SmackDown will be in Houston, Texas tomorrow. Money in the Bank will actually be in Fort Worth at the Dickey Center. The fuck? Yeah, which one are y'all going? I'm 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 not going. Lamarcus is going. Lamarcus yeah, is yeah, most likely going. Lamarcus is most likely he's going. He's definitely I, going. I actually chose a comedy show in Austin over the tickets for Money in the Bank. 
So everybody's going to be in Austin except me and Nick. Well, Nick probably going to pop up in Austin. Lamarcus probably going to pop up in Austin. No, he's going to be at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. He's going to do both, yeah. actually. Probably. He's going to be sucking toes all day long. <laughs> go to break. Go to break. Where's the Where's the commercial? Where? where go to break. Go to Go to break. Okay. We're Okay. We'll We'll be back. We'll be go, commercial. Grapes turn to raisins. My yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want my fruit. Prunes just shrivel up, I think, right? I don't know. I don't eat prunes. Who eats prunes? I don't eat prunes either. Those who are constipated? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad your bowels work fine. <laughs> Thank you. Is it, what, what? What, what kind of compliment? What? You're welcome. Anyways, Lamarcus, welcome. Welcome. Wait, where'd he go? Did we lose him? We lost him. Oh, there he is. Wait, there he is. He's walking around. Okay. <laughs> still trying to sit up right now. Then why'd you have me hit play? Huh? Nothing. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Anyways, Marcus, welcome, welcome. Um, hey, are you going to Money in the Bank? I am. Call totally. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's why I asked y'all. Where y'all going before I bought tickets? See where everybody's sitting. But... No, I'll be sitting on my couch at home. I'm sitting on my couch at home. <laughs> I'm going to be at work. Yeah, I, I got tickets for that and uh, Raw the next day. Hey, hey. Raw, how was like your night? night? I don't like LaMarcus to me. <laughs> 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 Stop it. Stop it, John. We're not doing this again. <laughs> Anyways, money in the bank is this Sunday. And um Yeah, so yeah, several matches. But before that, Lamarcus, we asked um before we uh before we get into that, out of all the releases in WWE, which was the most shocking male and female to you? Uh male would be Braun Strowman for sure, because that came out of nowhere. And um, female, hmm, who was the females again? Uh, Ruby Riot, Lana, James, Lana, Iconics. Iconics. I'll go with the Iconics, yeah. The second place will go to Ruby because I like Ruby, okay. Yeah, she's, she's a good, solid worker. Um, I like Ruby Riot. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a choice I'd have picked too had I really thought about it. Yeah, so Iconics and Ruby Riot was my top, and and Braun was my top ones that was was weird. And Joe Samoa Joe, but that didn't really happen. But it kind of happened. Yeah, he said he said in the podcast he said in the podcast that he was released for like a grand total of like. Four hours, and then Triple H yeah, called him back. Triple H called him was like, "Stay on the phone, stay on, stay on the line." Yeah, wait, come here. Yes, they, yes. they fired the wrong Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Triple H. So, right, but um, so Money in the Bank Sunday, um, for the Raw Tag Team Titles, we got AJ Styles and Omos, who are the current champions, against the Viking Raiders. To me, this feud has been kind of silly. I think that Viking Raiders could be doing 
much better right now. To me, from in hindsight, right now, they should have just stayed in NXT. Um, and AJ Styles is saying that he's his current role is putting over talent. So, sure. And he really wanted the tag team titles. He said on a, po- on a podcast, he wanted to be a Grand Slam champion. So... <laughs> Uh, Styles Omas. Lamarcus, who you got? Uh, I'm going to think. Who are they going against again? Viking uh, Raiders. And I'm pretty sure this is going to nah, be I'm pretty sure this is going to be kickoff. This is going to be a squash match, I think. I think uh, AJ Styles and Omas is going to retain. Um, you think they're going to squash the Viking Raiders? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll take I'll, I'll take a piece of that. Yeah, so I'll go with that. That's what I think about it. These uh, I, I agree. I think uh, AJ and Omos is going to walk off with this because they're not ready to lose the, t- the straps and break up because Omos is not ready to have a single match. Mike? True. Yeah, that's true. I agree, too. And it's going to stay on AJ. AJ, I say AJ because he's the tag team champion, in my opinion. <laughs> Omos, just, Omos just comes in. He's like the dude who just kind of like sweeps up the rest of the little remnants on the floor it's like it was already done he's that, that's almost he's diesel yeah. there you go boom I mean really he's giant Gonzalez but that's a whole other that's, thing oh <laughs> Randall uh ditto for all the same reasons basically I, I don't think that I mean I could be wrong but I don't think that he's ready for a solo run and I don't think that they stay a tag team without the tag team titles Yep. Um, so as much as I hate the idea of the Viking Raiders losing, uh, especially with, uh, Eric, wait, Ivar, my bad, Ivar now, come, well, both of them coming back, he might as well have been hurt too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really hate the idea of them losing, let alone the squash match, but yeah, I think, I, I think this, they're gonna run a little longer and you'll probably see a breakup closer to a big event as opposed to money in a okay. Especially since it probably will be yeah. a free show. Okay, so let me ask you this. When they do the breakup, uh, Omas face or heel? Obviously a face. Yeah, really? A face too. Really? Yeah, I say oh. a face too. Uh, I have yet to hear him do a good promo, so. He can talk. He, he, can, he can talk. Yeah, he can talk, but he can't talk enough to be. I don't think he can really talk enough to be either alone. Yeah, to be honest, because like if he's if he's gonna be the heel and turn on AJ, you, do you want to hear almost explain why he turned on AJ? Nobody wants to hear that. If he goes face because AJ calls him like a big dummy or something, do you want to hear almost defending himself for ten minutes on the mic? Yeah, no. I, I, I don't nobody see wants either one of those things. Almost <laughs> right. well, is the type of person if he talk too much, he's like doing too much. If that makes sense, it yeah. makes sense. Well, well, all of those reasons are the reasons why he would be a babyface because a, a heel would need to be able to carry out, you know, why why did I turn on my tag team partner? Yeah. Why did I turn on my friend or whoever else? The ba- All the babyface has to do is react. Um, and almost being big and strong, he wouldn't have to react very much. He would just have to react effectively. So he'll be a big, lovable babyface that won't have to say much of anything. He might be serious be a in a great few colleague. roles. Um, he might even, uh, you know, I was just going to say that. He might end up baby. being Babyface Kali, where he still had Runjan Singh, 
Just, yeah, he's you know, a playboy Punjabi. Babyface, man. Yeah. Hey, let me While we're on a big Kali, while we're on, sorry, Greg Kali, has anybody actually, because I've seen, we've seen Omos run from corner to corner across the ring. We've seen Omos bend over and like pick up stuff. Has anybody actually seen Greg Kali like bend down, pick up something, or like show any mobility? Like that, <laughs> no. like he's just like a like plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie. He just always yeah, upright. I think I think I think I seen him run half the ropes once. Like he hit one rope and then either someone stopped him or something happened. Did it break? Maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> that man was world champion. Well, so was David Arquette. But moving on. Uh, uh, hey, what's wrong with David Arquette? Randall, oh, okay. Randall, take, Randall, handle that one. <laughs> okay, so you, you brought it up. There's a there's a uh, documentary. It's currently on Hulu. It's called "You Can't Kill David Arquette." Watch it. It is. I still need fantastic. to watch it. I, I, I heard he's still wrestling. Is he still wrestling? He, he's still wrestling to this day. And two years ago, PWI had him listed on the top 500 wrestlers. <laughs> He's good. He can take a bomb. He's he's paying his dues. He's taking it seriously. Oh, yes, he's taking yeah, it that's seriously. a good thing, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, he still shouldn't have been world champion. <laughs> what <laughs> that's a, fair. That's what, fair. I agree with that. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Okay, this, for the Raw Women's Championship, this feud has been kind of odd because they're both heels, and I, I don't know. I, I really just want this to end because at this point right now, I don't I don't want either one of them to win. Um, Charlotte Flair challenging Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's title. I'm still a little irritated how this ended at Hell in a Cell. Oh man, I I I got Rhea Ripley retaining. They better not throw that belt back on Charlotte. I swear to God. Well, here's I the thing. Okay, well, here's the thing. I think Ew. they're holding it for Rhea because the if you really look at the Raw women's roster, no one's gonna take this off. I, I think they're they're saving her for Becky. I agree. So if she comes back anytime soon, they're saving her for fans. Just like I'm pretty sure they're saving Keith Lee for fans. So and the fiend and the fiend for fans. And the fiend for fans, yeah. So he's been real quiet. <laughs> well, I'll be quiet too. If my girlfriend Man. popped out of a jack in a box and then had oh, just a few months after I was burned alive. At put motor oil all over my face. Anyways, Lamarcus, who do you got winning? Rhea. Yeah. I don't want to see Charlotte with that belt again. I, I think, yeah, please don't. I don't want to see that. This sounds, Lamarcus, this sounds very personal. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, no, I'm just over Charlotte. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> John? I really am. He's not had a <laughs> You know what? Uh, I'm going to go with Charlotte on this one. As much as I don't like it, I'm going to go with Charlotte because I think Natty's going to win the Money in the Bank. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I think Natty's going to win it, and we'll get Natty versus Charlotte proper. Ooh. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I, even I, think I of that possibility. Hey, I, I got a different pick for money in the bank. We'll save, save it, save it. We will get to it. Mike. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna say Rhea because I feel like it's too soon for Charlotte to try to make that comeback. You know she likes the the big ones like SummerSlam or something like that to make her, you know, title run. But I don't know how she would get back in the picture if she doesn't win. This will be her third attempt because she had the triple threat with Asuka, and then this is the second one on one. So it's either that, man. I don't know. This this too hard for me to call. I, I I can't pick. I'm indecisive. Yep, I'm going with that. That's my vote. I'm not picking. Randall? I'm going with big, sexy Rhea Ripley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I just, I don't want Charlotte to win. I think, I don't, I think this whole thing is to build up Rhea because the plan was to build up Rhea, I think. I think the plan was to build up Rhea last year, even though, yes, she did lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Um, but I think her being there against Charlotte was was to build Rhea up. And I think while this, story, while this feud is kind of weird because I didn't look at Rhea as a heel, but then she did what she did at Hell in a Cell. And I'm like, okay, I'm confused. And I'm not ready to cheer for Charlotte Flair. Um <clears throat> I don't know. I think I think Big Sexy is going to retain, and hopefully we can move on. Um, but I agree with you. I think that they're saving Becky for uh, Rhea at SummerSlam. So that's my that's my thoughts on that. Um, I want Big Sexy to retain, and she doesn't retain. I'm gonna be highly upset. Yeah, I'm I'm a Cheryl fan, but man. Uh... <sighs> I, I love and respect Charlotte, but I don't want her to win all the um, damn belts. Yeah, that's exactly how. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about everything. So, next up on Monday Night Raw, you got the WWE Champion, the Almighty Bobby Lashley, against Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Um, so far, this feud has really has really been taken off and everything, especially that MVP. You can start to see fractures between Lashley and MVP. Um, like Lashley's trying to get all down to business down. MVP's more interested in partying and celebrating and all that stuff. And Xavier's beaten. He's he's beat he beat Lashley last Monday night, and then he took him to the limit in Hell in a Cell. And then they beat them in tag team competition. So Lashley's pretty pissed off right now. He promises to end Kofi's career on Sunday. So Lashley Kingston, I I got this is in front of fans, right? I got Kofi. Kofi will be a two-time champion. This will be the shocker, I think. Uh, uh, I got Lashley. Yeah. John? Ooh. I uh, I agree with you, Nick. I think Kofi's going to win this, but I'll do you one better. He's going to lose it on Monday. I think they're going to take it right off him because they just want the live audience pop. That's that's it. That makes sense. I wouldn't put it past him to do that. Mm-hmm. My, I, 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 yep. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Kofi too. I, I'm gonna ride a die new day, all day, every day. I was on the booty O's train since day one. Done. Pause. <laughs> Smell my finger. 
<laughs> Randall. Yeah, um, I was expecting at least one of you to pick uh, Lashley so I could pick Kofi. I really, I, I, I think this is going to be the shocker. I agree with you. I think this is going to be the shocker. So let me, okay, so let me play devil's advocate just real quick. Let's say Kofi wins, right? Okay. Um, so what does that mean if Big E wins Money in the Bank? See, I know I normally don't go first, but <laughs> that is the reason why I picked Kofi to win was because I think Big E is going to win Money in the Bank and cash in on the same night oh. or the next night on Raw. Mm. And as oh, much boy. as I absolutely don't want to see that, <laughs> I think that's what's gonna happen. Or what if Lashley were to win, and then Big E win, and come into Monday Night, and you get Big E versus Bobby Lashley? That would like, be a great match. That would be a good match. We should have had Lashley and Big E a while ago. It's like after Rumble, after people were like popping for that. Like we should have had that by now. Because yeah. if you think about it, it's like you know E has seen everything that has gone down on Raw between them, and he's like, I can't do nothing to help. So if he were to win and go to Monday Night, it would reunite the New Day, which everybody still wants because that was bullshit from the start. And then you can have Big E potentially become champion. Well, they're grooming Big E. That's and then, they're grooming then, Big E, I still think. Yeah, but then I'm saying then you can get that Roman and Big E uh, fight that we talked about before. I don't know. It's just snowballing. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that this is the first black on black world title fight we've ever had? <laughs> is it? Um, I'm pretty it's sure it first, is. Booker and Rock? Yeah, Booker and Rock at SummerSlam 01. But okay. that was 20 years ago, almost. So but it's like, years ago. But it's, like a, it's more recently, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, no, no. A lot of black people don't even hold the title. There, there, there. I don't think there were any other black, uh, black on black main events on a pay per view or or black on black title matches, other than Booker and Rock. Oh, we can that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, okay, so uh, this match got moved to Friday Night SmackDown, which is tomorrow because there are going to be fans in Houston, Texas. It was supposed to be Bianca Belair versus Bailey in an I Quit match, and God knows I was looking forward to that. But now Bailey is hurt. She will be out for nine months. She posted a picture on Instagram because I think everybody was saying that she was pregnant, and it definitely looked like she she had surgery on something so um i think she's pregnant i don't know that's, that's just me i think she's pregnant i don't think she's pregnant i don't think she's pregnant um yeah so bel-air versus carmella i hate how like bro they could have got anybody else man anybody else we've done this bel-air beat yeah, carmella yeah. twice this year already okay who's the anybody else then okay if you that's called me. up shotzi in if you called up shotzi and you called up um Tegan Knox, and then you get Tony Storm next week. Then damn it, you could have what? You could have had somebody NXT do a one-off. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is a superhero right now. No, 
Right now, well, she's I'm almost the to save this women's title match. I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I, I, I don't like the matches. The match is already fucked as it is. Why not go insane with it? Let Nikki go full superhero, <laughs> batshit stupid, and just get something out of it. Hey, <sighs> This match might actually be some heat. We'll, you know, it, it could, it, be. It could, it could be. be. Okay, does anybody actually have Carmelo winning? No, no. Thank you. Thanks for saving the time on that. One. All right. Yeah, uh, you could save you more time and not ask. Rhetorical <laughs> <laughs> question. For the universal title, it is for the for the universal title it is the head of the table, the tribal chief Roman Reigns, with both Usos united now against a returning Edge who has not been seen since WrestleMania. This is the one-on-one match that Edge has wanted from the very beginning. Roman Reigns, Edge, who y'all got? Edge. Usos turned. Usos turn on him. Edge wins. Oh yeah, because then, oh. then Edge beat the then okay then Edge do the whole chair in yes, the teeth on both thing. Of them. Both of yes. them. He, both of them. <laughs> okay, he we alternated. But we get yep. that we get the six man well we get the six man tag tomorrow so. <laughs> yeah, Usos turn on Roman Reigns it cost him the belt. Edge wins. Seth Rollins cashes in the same night. I feel like I feel like Edge will win just because if he does it, then we're not gonna hear from him anymore. Because at that point, it's like, all right, bro, you already lost twice. Come on now, like, come on now. I want Edge to win, but I got a feeling Roman's gonna retain. But if at this point, if Edge don't win, he just needs to go on to something else, which will hey. probably be Rollins. Yeah, but that's the thing. Everybody said, okay, now we're saying they need to move on. Um, I think I think Roman is gonna lose the belt to somebody big if there is a possibility of Rock or Cena coming back. Um, I don't think he's gonna lose it to Money in the Bank, especially if you already are gonna have the WWE title shocker. Um, so I, I think Reigns is gonna retain with the help of both Usies and um, you know we're gonna go from there. I think it's. I th- I think Rollins versus Edge is, is going to be for SummerSlam. It doesn't have to be for the belt. It's sort of a dream match on its own. Um, yeah, and that's really all I got for that one. I got Reigns retaining. But then, yeah. yeah. I got Reigns retaining, but if Edge were to win, that means Rollins will win Money in the Bank. Mm. Okay. That's just me. Mm. Speaking of Money in the Bank, the women's money in the bank ladder match this year it is Liv Morgan, nope. Sel- Selena Vega, who was released, then re- then brought back Natalia, one half of the women's tag champs, Asuka, the winner of last year, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, 
and Nikki Cross. I, I you know, at looking at this, <sighs> Naomi, Naomi, final answer. Marcus. Uh, I'm gonna go with Bliss. To be honest, or Liv. Those are my top two. I think that could possibly take it home. I like the Liv Morgan storyline they're doing too. Yeah, so there's a there's a reason for that. So I'm gonna go with Liv. John, uh, I'm sticking with Natalia wins. We get uh, Natty versus Charlotte at SummerSlam. Mm, I like that too. Bret Hart and Ric Flair at ringside. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mike. I was going to be sarcastic and say Nikki Ash because she's on a hot streak. I want Nikki Ash to win for the record, but she won't. I don't, yeah. like this, I don't like this gimmick. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but then it's weird. Yeah, but she's it not might a superhero, pay, though. It might pay off in the long run. Don't get me wrong, but we, we shall see. I don't know, but I do agree with Nick. I'm going with Naomi. Hopefully, it's finally her turn to win main event. Well, I mean, I say finally, but it's only been, what, like, four or five years? This is the fourth one. Fourth year. Maybe stop saying finally. Yeah. Randall? I'm still trying to decide. Uh, I don't (laughs) think it's going to be Naomi. Um I think she's just there just to be there. I don't think she's going to, you know, you need to fill in spots. I don't think Oscar, I think Oscar's time, unfortunately, is kind of past, and I don't think she'll be back-to-back winner, uh, which is probably a good reason for her to win, but whatever. I think it's going to end up being Alexa Bliss, uh, Nikki Ash, or Liv Morgan. I'm leaning more toward Nikki Ash. Okay. <clears throat> I hope you're right, Randall. Men's money. Um, mixed, mixed feelings. Men's money <laughs> in the bank. We got Riddle. Don't call him Matt. Drew McIntyre. Ricochet. John Morrison. Big E. Shinsuke Nakamura. Seth Rollins. Uh, this. If Drew McIntyre wins money in the bank, now I, I would I had my foot off the I had my foot off the Drew McIntyre train. Now I'm completely off. Um, I got Big E winning this. Uh, yeah, I got I got Big E because he's the one with the most with the most momentum besides um Rollins. But I think I think Cesaro is going to screw Rollins. Marcus. To be honest, I really can't call this one. I just cannot wrap my head around who's gonna take it home. Um, I don't. I I don't know. This is the one that's really, this really, you know, making me think. I don't know who could take it home. To be honest, I really don't. I just have to wait to see what happens because I can't call this one. To be honest, John. Well, uh, oh, oh, John. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, I like. I love Biggie. Uh, I would love to see him win. And yeah, I think, yeah, I'll go with it. I, I like Biggie. He wins this one. Yes, I agree with you, John. Biggie shall win this match. It is time for Biggie to win. Well, 
Can you imagine dancing and gyrating? I just don't. I just don't. I just don't want Drew McIntyre, bro. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sick. It's just enough, bro. It's enough. He's like enough is enough. It's enough. Like, come on, man. How many how many chances does this man get? He, well, he, One, he has he has bigger two, problems. He has bigger problems. Jinder Mahal stole his three, sword. So four. How does he still have a job? Oh, Jinder Mahal yes. stole his sword. I, saw, I forgot he yeah. still worked for the company. That's a former WWE champion, damn it. Totally yeah. yeah. Like, just like David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stop hating on David Arquette. We're about to call this episode David Arquette. Randall, your turn. That's a legend, damn it. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I was I'm, I was brainstorming. I was thinking of some wild shit. Um, I was thinking Drew McIntyre just will, will climb, go to climb up the ladder and then the Fiend will come out and stop Drew McIntyre and start that feud for some reason. But you mentioned Jinder Mahal and I'm like, oh, that, no, that's going to happen. I, I, I'm going to go with Big E just because of what I said with the Kofi thing as much as I do not want that to happen. Damn. Because now I'm debating. Now I don't know if I want to be right about that or if I want to pick something else. I really don't want that to happen. Um, Can you imagine him coming you know, down gyrating? Can you imagine him coming down gyrating with the briefcase, like humping it like every Friday? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I can imagine him sitting on the couch next to him. Uh-huh. I can see that happening. <laughs> you know what? All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Bobby Lashley retains and and Big E wins the money in the bank. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm okay. With I, this. I'm, I really don't. I, I don't want to wish that that scenario I came up with by. Yeah. No. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this also. I'm gonna say this also. I can't eat unfrosted pop tarts. Oh, so, that's those are nasty. Oh yeah, those, those are those are god awful. If I have pop tarts, I gotta toast my pop tarts and have like a cold ass glass of milk. That's perfect for me. I the can't cold milk and the and the, the pop tarts <laughs> like nice and warm. John, 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 why'd you make that face? Unfrosted pop tarts. Who eats that? John, why'd you make that face? Ooh. You know who eats unfrosted pop tarts? was talking about uh, the same people. Frank Ocean eats unfrosted pop tarts. Uh, uh, I don't want it no more. Well, I need him to eat some frosted pop tarts so we can get some more music or something. Well, I don't know what the fuck he got going on. Back, speaking of that, hey, okay, John, describe how you felt after listening to the new Vince Staples. I was waiting for the rest of it. <laughs> I was not prepared for it to be over. I was like, okay, the album just started to get good. Where's the rest of it? I was like, yo, this was like homework. I'm like, yeah. this was an episode of like like a, like a, just a TV show, like 22 minutes and that was it. Like I will say I liked how chill the whole album was. Mhm. So you yeah. telling me this whole album was 22 minutes. It was 22 minutes. Which I looked at it and his last couple of albums have been like 25 minutes, but they were like six six tracks. This has 10 tracks and it is 22 what? minutes. Are these tracks like what a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, that, hey, Nick, that Snow album was. Hey, Snow Allegra. You know who she sounds like? She sounds like if Michael Jackson and 
Janet Jackson fused, and then like who was that's, it? That's Weekend. incest, Mike. What, Mike, no, that's incest. fusing. Fusing is not sex, fool. Oh, all right. Fusion. <laughs> what the hell is? What is your problem? It's like when you suck a toe. No, we're not going down that track. Oh anyway, and then it's like, it's like the weekend, the weekend inside a fuse, and then them two fuse together. It's like all of them together. That's what it sounds like. It's all right. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, all right. Marcus. What's up? Uh, just tell us you were with a bitch earlier. Right? <laughs> tell, tell us she was happy. That's not a no. That's not a no. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I'm glad I. I'm glad I not put money on. I'm glad I put money on that. Oh, you would have lost. So glad I didn't put money on. <laughs> Anyways, so Thursday night. That's why niggas I'm sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> so now we dick up in the sink. He has a your last delivery? Was that your last delivery of the night? <laughs> Deliver hot water and tea bags. Oh, no, yeah, okay. okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the, the Mortal Kombat movie. It came out right when we took the break or hiatus or whatever, the season finale. Um, that, and I'm tired of everybody asking us because they're like, well, what are y'all going to do with season premiere? Y'all want to talk about Mortal Kombat? Yes. There, and we know y'all don't care about our opinions. Y'all just want to hear Randall talk about it. So, with that being said. <laughs> I watched this movie a total. I watched this movie a total of three times. I watched it three times. Because the first, uh, on purpose. Because the first, the first, my first reaction. I wanted to make sure that's this is. I was, my reaction was legit. Then a second time, in case I missed anything. And then a third time, I was like, okay, yeah, I can even. As a matter of fact, I didn't finish the third. Watched her. Um. I felt like I was cheated. This was an appetizer. And then I read that the actor that played Sub-Zero signed on for five films. And this was supposed to be a trilogy. Sub-Zero and Scorpion were the best parts of the movie. And they were not They were barely even in it. Well, Scorpion anyway. This was not a tournament. This was just two groups of people jumping one another. Um, I was really about to break my brand new 65-inch 4K TV if Cole Young transformed a scorpion. Man, yeah, I know Randall. I know Randall. I know Randall. <laughs> I know Randall. This is the whole random segment, you know. Let him just rant about this whole thing. Well, I, damn it, I'm pissed too. I want everyone's opinion. I'm pissed no, too. No, so, yeah, and bro, and then you see, kept seeing Katana's fan in the background, and Shinnok's amulet. And then Raiden and um Shang Tsung, they didn't do anything. They didn't throw hands. That's what I wanted. I mean, Raiden, <laughs> Shang Tsung was just that dude at the club that just on the wall just waiting for shit to pop off. And I'm just like, bro, do something. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Hey, man, they got to save it for the sequel, at least. Then watch it's going to be some bullshit, I think. Him, <laughs> and Raiden, him and Raiden didn't do a damn thing. And then 
how everybody got their powers or abilities, that's fine. But the way Sonya got hers, and I'm just sitting there like, bro, she has like, don't she have like them bracelets or them to do that? Like she There wasn't there was no bracelets at all. And then at the end with Johnny and then with the end they teased Johnny Cage, and that's when I got up and walked off. That was the first walk wash through I did. And I, I got up yeah. and walked off. My wife was like, Was that good? And I was like, No, no, that was that was not good. <sighs> If we just had a Scorpion and a Sub-Zero Origins, that would have been fantastic. But I do. It's animated and it's on Netflix. Yeah, that one's actually good. Though. That one's really good. Okay, that one's really good. That's fine. But Scorpion and Sub-Zero were so badass in this. Like, for real. And Jax's arms... Uh, they, they, look, they look like paper clips. They did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tink, tink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like he bought them all some real steel. That's what it looked like. <laughs> it was all rusted and shit. I was like, bro, like he should have been dead. Like, what the f- what? And how they did my oh, homie reptile yeah. and. But you see, he didn't die because his blood was coagulated because Sub Zero froze his arms. Science. <laughs> the movie didn't pick up to me until Kano was in it. And it was the best goddamn part of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Agreed. So, um, and the way they did my boy Goro, Goro looked great, but how he went out. No, Goro, I want him to be animatronic like the '90s version. I, I, I did not like yeah, this. Scene. But come on, man. No, no, it was more menacing in the '90s. I, I would I, like to I, get halfway between the two. I, I like I agree I agree with you, Lamarcus, but you knew that wasn't gonna happen. Come on. I know that. It's a new I, generation. I, I've been let that go. I was like, they ain't finna have no practical in this movie. Everything gonna be special effects. And Goro barely yeah. talked. You know, in the nineties when he, he talked he more talk, than he, this. he talked shit in the nineties. He he talked he talked a lot of trash in the nineties. He didn't he didn't really say shit. Overall He was just a henchman in this movie, sorry. Yeah, basically. Overall I, I gave the movie a C. Uh, that, that I'm, I'm done. I, I want Randall to you guys to get through. Lamarcus, what, what was your opinion? I mean, I would have changed a lot of things in it, but I'm still entertained. If, if I know y'all gonna take me for that, I was entertained. Don't get me wrong. In the beginning, in the end, movie. yeah, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. So <laughs> it's a Mortal Kombat movie. But you know how I feel about my annihilation. I, I yeah. like annihilation. Yeah. Don't kill me, please. Let's laugh at that. Let's laugh you to death. Hey, laugh at me. I don't care. I like annihilation. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. There's parts of annihilation that I like, but it's one of those. It's kind of like Biodome. I don't watch it. Y'all watch it because it it is. I don't know. Mm -hmm. John. Where do I start? This movie. Okay, so this is this is not Mortal Kombat. This is a prequel to Mortal Kombat because there's yeah. no tournament in this fucking exactly. movie. Uh, second off, uh, fuck Cole. We don't need another character. Mortal Kombat's mythology has over a hundred characters in it. Pick any of them. We don't need another analog for the audience. Just have Sonya and Jax be Cole. Problem solved. Uh, 
in the movie, uh, Sonia and Jax, they're the ones who explain the tournament to uh, fucking Cole when they should be the ones who are like, this doesn't make any sense. They should be the skeptical ones chasing after uh, Kano, who is... Uh, like broken out by cabal and that because they're partners it even says it in the fucking movie and they wasted kung lao for why he's one of the coolest characters and somehow you made Liu kang boring as fuck god damn this movie so boring oh my god why would, why would they even kill kung lao i'm just saying just so they could have that fucking awesome kill That's yeah it. shock shock value yeah. Dramatic yeah, effect. It, it could have been anybody else, though. Just saying. No, right. no, it needs to make a, it needs to push Liu Kang over the edge. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, no one has mentioned the biggest problem with this movie: those stupid fucking annihilation tattoos are back. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh man! Oh, no. Ooh, yeah, hey, okay. Don't y'all start. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna start. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was done. <laughs> who, who was it? Liu Kang said that he got his from from beating like some thief scumbag. He basically so killed somebody. He killed a guy, right? It was a pedophile, wasn't it? Yeah, he was so a child when it happened. That the elder gods selected a pedophile to be the Earth champion. Is that what we're supposed to believe? Well. You're you're fighting for the realm. You're not fighting because uh, okay. you're the best. You're oh, fighting oh, for the realm. Oh, you're not fighting because you're a great person. You're fighting because you're there to defend the realm. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And like, we don't care about his his wife or Cole. We don't care about his wife or his daughter. They serve no. zero purpose except to be damsels in distress. Cole's to power him to release his power. His power is literally just Jax. His power is just Jax. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, John, he had a nice sweater vest. Sweater. I hate it. was a cool little sweater vest. Nice little sweater vest. It was a nice, no, it was a cardigan, guys. It was a nice yeah. cardigan. That was a cardigan. And he, can detach, he can detach some of the threads, you know, and make batons and shit. Come on, guys. We got to be more open. <laughs> This movie was ass, bro. I was I give it a D. I'm a, that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I liked uh, Nathan Jones in it. Yeah, Nathan Jones was in this movie. No one realized yeah, he it. was he was Rayco. He was Rayco hey, for like three seconds. Nathan Jones or hey, they they should have gave him a they should gave him a bigger role. You know, that was Nathan Jones. Yeah, <laughs> I like Nathan Jones. Yeah, Randall. Randall, the floor is yours. Yeah, let him rant. Let him rant because it's going to be right. <laughs> It's been built up, so I don't want to disappoint you. Right, I thought that it was a fun movie with a shit ton of flaws. All right. The, the movie was not boring, although the main characters were boring. So, Cole, yeah. What I read was Cole Young is almost like his character is meant to be like pretend you were thrown into the middle of the Mortal Kombat universe. Oh, and you found out that you're Scorpion's grandchild. That's pretty much what Cole Young is supposed to be. <laughs> Conceptually, it sounds kind of cute, but I'm compa- I don't know. I'm cool. Cole Young was absolutely boring. 
Um, he was loaded with Easter eggs, which, I mean, okay, that's cool, but it really doesn't mean that, like, oh, it was an orphan on the south side of Chicago. It's like, okay, that's where that's where Midway Studios was when they first made the game. Like, I get to it. Oh, you, you're the guy that beat Edward Tobias. And I'm like, okay, Ed Boone and John Tobias. Okay, come on. I'm a Mortal Kombat nerd, so I know that shit. But, you know, those are the, the original creators of Mortal Kombat. So, you know, he was there for for that, but it didn't... The only thing I liked about him was that he was basically the summoner for Scorpion. And I liked that because Scorpion being another round, it makes sense for him to have a quote-unquote summoner as opposed to him just being able to go freely in and out. You see what I'm saying? So from that perspective, I actually did really like that. Um, and I like that he didn't speak English, even though he did say, get over here. I thought that was dope that he was speaking Japanese. And then in the beginning, when Bihan is speaking Chinese, and then they're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And he starts speaking Japanese, and I'm like, that's so cold-blooded. Let me get that out of the way first. Sub-Zero, I know he was somewhat overpowered, but understand, Sub-Zero is my favorite character. He was pure badass in this movie. He was. I loved it. If there is a highlight of this movie, it is definitely Sub-Zero, more specifically, Beyond. I say specifically because <clears throat> a couple things. Like you, like y'all said, this was clearly, this is clearly the first of a sequel. Or, I mean, it's clearly the first of a series. They're building up to the tournament. And even Shang Tsung said, that death is just the gateway to another life or something. By the way, I watched the movie probably like a dozen times. Because at first it was the pure excitement of a movie I've waited 20 years for. Then the second time was me trying to be critical, but still kind of being like, oh, it's finally here. And after that, it was me slowly getting more and more critical. Although there were some things that right from the jump, I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, but Sub-Zero was not one of them, baby. I... I I'm also going to admit part of why I was watching it was to see if I could learn some of the moves because I really want to free. Like, having ice powers was not in the top of my list, but it's in the top three now, baby. So, um, that was awesome. Having said that, <sighs> Reptile, look, <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> let's face it. Reptile, although he is the green, quote-unquote, ninja, Reptile has never been anybody's favorite character. Like, for real, for real. It, between everybody on here, was Reptile anybody's favorite character? Oh, no. I can't, no. I can't play with him. No. Uh, all right. And and, that, and Lamarcus, that's the common thing. Most people can't play with him. Also, storyline-wise, he doesn't serve much of a big a purpose other than being Shang Tsung's bodyguard. So, other than them referring to him by his real name when they said Spice Off, you know... There was it was just another Easter egg, another character on here that needed to be killed because let's face it, one of the big things we wanted to see in this movie were the fatalities. I mean, yes, you got fatalities in the first Mortal Kombat movie, but there was no blood, but everybody wanted to see the fatality. You gotta kill somebody, right? Alright then. So that's Reptile. Um Nitara. Nitara is actually one of the few 3D character characters that I liked. No, she doesn't serve a huge purpose either. She's actually a vampire. She's not some. Her dying didn't hurt my feelings, but if you, it would have been cool if they had done a little something with her. They never bring her up. 
Um, yeah. Cum laude dying. And I'm kind of, I don't have any notes together. And again, I'm just, I'm doing the best I can. Cum laude dying bothered me because he was one of the coolest characters really in the um, mainly because they didn't really try to modernize that straight off of the damn game and gave him even some of the moves he used in the fight. Those are combos and plenty of them. I recognize them. And like that was cool. But I will say this A, I wish he hadn't died because I wanted to see more of his character development. But B, I wish they had really gone why he noticed that everybody else was fighting. He didn't target Sub-Zero. He went straight after the ring leader, Shang Tsung, with the hat, and he missed. And that's why, and that may be why Shang Tsung snatched his ass up and, and, pulled, and sucked his soul out of him like cabals. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> was that 30 minutes? No, no, no. I, oh, no, 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 no. Just, just go, go ahead. Continue, yeah, yeah, continue keep, keep going, keep going. Oh, you, okay, my bad. So, <laughs> but they didn't make, they, they, they had him refer to himself as um, the sinners of great Kung Lao, but they didn't explain that Shang Tsung killed Kung Lao, or the great Kung Lao. Well, excuse me, Shang Tsung got his ass whooped by the great Kung Lao, which Goro into the tournament, Goro, great Kung Lao. And they got the pictures, like all those pictures that they were showing on the wall, like the great that the one with Goro was holding the dead guy, the guy by his collar, whatever. That's that's the great Kung Lao. So you made reference to him, but you didn't make reference there. Um, they never explained how Sub Zero got his power. He's supposed to have the Arcana, right? And when he faced off against Hanzo in the beginning. It's possible, but why the hell did he vanish into this gulf of fire and then straight to another realm? Like, I know the actual story, but they never explained it. But you tried to explain why people had powers, but you never explained why Sub Zero had it. You never even may have had it. Yeah. Like it, was, it felt like it was rushed. And I was yeah. like, and in that uh, part, I was looking for that part myself, I was looking for Quan Chi. And I was like, really? We're not. Okay. If they save, they're gonna save Quan Chi for the sequels. If at least, if we get lucky enough to get that far. Well, I think Quan Chi is definitely gonna be in the sequels, and I think what they really want to do, because let's face it, uh, Bihan did kill Hanzo. Right. In the real, in the canon story, Quan Chi didn't kill Hanzo. Bihan killed Hanzo. Mm -hmm. Like Mortal Kombat mythology, Sub Zero is a canon story. Right. So I'm I'm okay with them doing that, but you have to introduce Kwai Liang, the younger brother, and Noob Saibot is gonna make an appearance as well, which I can't wait for. That's why I keep saying Bihan and Kwai Liang because they gotta establish. But I'm okay with the fact that Scorpion didn't play a big part in this movie because. Ultimately, if you again, if you go to the old story, even though I know that they're rebooting it and they're changing a lot of shit, if you go to the original story, once uh, Hanzo or once Scorpion kills Bihan, he doesn't do much else until like Mortal Kombat Four. Like Mortal Kombat Two, he ends up kind of becoming like looking after Kwai Liang as a code of honor because he felt some sort of way about killing Bihan. 
in Mortal Kombat 3, the Nether Realm and all that stuff is in turmoil because of the mer- the merger between the realms. So Scorpion's free, but he ain't really picking sides. He kind of picks sides for, for good just because he found out that they were targeting uh, Kwali Aang. And other than that, he really didn't give a fuck because he was dead anyway. And then, and then in Mortal Kombat 4, when Quan Chi started to come around, that's when they explained, okay, this is what really happened, and that's when you started to see more Scorpion. So I'm totally fine with them, him not being a major part. But let's be clear. This whole movie was really building up to Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. Everything else is filler. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about the filler, too. By the way, I'm going to get this out of, out of the way, too. Don't be surprised if you find some sort of Snyder Cut version of this movie coming out later on where you see all the shit they edited out. Because I feel like I agree this movie felt rushed and heavily edited. Um, but um, they did Melina wrong. While you had Melina there with Tana, just baffles me. Yeah. All right? You did Goro dirty. You made Goro just a henchman, like you said. When Goro is really a key part of the story, especially leading to the first tournament. Hell, Scorpion and Sub-Zero are too, but Goro definitely is. Um, Rico's one of those uh, 3D area characters I don't really care about, but if you're going to introduce him, give him a part. I feel like he should have been brought later on anyway. Cabal. You brought Cabal in as a bad guy, which I don't necessarily hate, but he ended up ultimately being another guy to get axed off. Um, Liu Kang was boring as balls. As a fact, he was past that. He was actually kind of annoying, but I. it's not like Liu Kang was loaded with personality anyway. They kind of made that in the, the first movie. Liu Kang, keep in mind, he was a monk, all right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I also think that he's going to have the biggest character development as the story goes on next to Cole Young. Um, because I think Cole Young is going to continue to have a bigger part, but I do not think Cole Young is going to be the hero of the story. Um, that Okay, so what else? What else? Oh, yeah, you mentioned Sonya getting her powers. Remember everybody else kind of had some sort of challenge they had to get through to get their powers? Yeah. Why didn't Sonya? Because <clears throat> she, she killed... Because she killed... Because she killed Kano. She killed Kano. That's how she got it. She killed Kano, so she got... Yeah, but everyone... She got she the tattoo, but power. she didn't... Yeah, she got the tattoo, but she didn't get the power. And it was weird because, like, Jax, remember, he got the tattoo, but he didn't get his arms until he actually needed them when he was, like, in... Arrow, basically. Like, it was an no, awakening type deal. Not only that, which it was, it was also for Kano as well, but remember, Kano and Jax, their powers technically is cybernetic, so they don't actually have powers. Exactly. So, I mean, you kind of made it, but uh, Jax's arcana was to, for you think, his... You think it's his, based off emotions? You think? That's how it went. And basically, in the movie... Kano got too mad. That's when the laser beam shot out his head. You know, then Jax, you know, he was in a stressful situation. That's I guess Sonya was just hella focused. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had something else in mind that I'm not going to say, but I'm going to say um, this. Well, I'm going to say this about, about that. Like, you, 
Jax's arcana was stupid because you gave him these these paperclip arms and his arcana was for his paperclip arms to turn into real metal. That doesn't make sense. It's not a power. <laughs> nope. And then, and then for Kano, Kano gets laser beams out of the one eye that got scratched by a reptile. Like when it's supposed to be cybernetic anyway. Like what was the actual point of that? I guess to, uh, to explain to us why Kano would have a cybernetic eye, except he never got a cybernetic eye. It just started mm-hmm. shooting laser. Oh, yeah, he didn't. He never got the eye. He never got the eye. He never got. A, he got killed and lost his little annihilation tattoo, and then Sonya just totally. Mm, I'm not gonna say it. She totally just got power. She just showed up out the portal, just killing the shit out of Melina, which Melina was bad as fuck. But she shouldn't have been in this movie because there's no Katana. There's no Katana. There's no Melina. Like what the effing fuck is this? <laughs> so at and this then, point you had already watched about what ten times when you're at this point right now. Oh no, I, I really the first time I, when I was watching it, I was like, yo, they just totally <laughs> just killed Melina like this, and then Sonya didn't have to work to get her power. She just got him. She just when she I, she just found the instruction man. She got all the cheat codes. Okay, they they right did have a training montage, didn't they? Yeah, the training montage. I'm surprised John didn't say anything about that because I thought John was going to make a training montage joke, and he didn't. I was rather disappointed. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I didn't think it needed to be said. I'm like, they play. I didn't play Eye of the Tiger or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and you didn't even train with them at all. Remember, they said you a liability until your little tramp stamp. Like, come on, man. <sighs> And, and then, okay, Kano was, con- we needed Kano because Kano honestly helped a very dry movie because Raiden, as much as I'm glad that it was an Asian dude and not Christopher Lambert, um, Christopher Lambert had personality. This dude was like, oh, I mean, not that Raiden was normally out there cracking jokes, damn, like, uh, he was, he might as well have not been there either. He did a few things, but he was relatively boring. And then I'm trying to think of what else because that's something that it slipped my mind. I mentioned Kano being comic relief, and I really needed that. And I'm glad that he's gonna be coming, that he's gone, so that Johnny Cage can come in and be the new comic. But again, I don't think that Cole Young is gonna go on to be the hero. I think they're gonna give do kind of a red herring. He might end up being something along the lines of an Anakin Skywalker. <clears throat> and he might end up having to face sub, uh, Scorpion himself. Oh, um, no, nah, I like that. I like that idea. Like, I, 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 I look at this. I look at this movie because I feel like they really struggled to try to find the balance between the video game, a movie and whatever realism you get in it. And a story as well as coming up with something original because it is a remake. And when you watch it, it feels like they, they've tried to find a balance in all this, as well as trying to placate to the hardcore fan that picks up on everything. So I think the next the next ones, they're going to get it. It's going to be better. But I think you're going to see the revenants. And I think you might see them sooner than you may think. And it's going to take place at the tournament, so yeah. 
tournament might be in the third movie. But you got to include the merger, and there's a lot to include, so we'll see. That's all I got. All right, so I guess we all didn't care for it. What? Are you still recording, or are you or what? No, we're still recording. There's an A in spaghetti. Lamarcus spells Lamarcus spells spaghetti. That's a long word, man. No, you said like you said you were a good speller, and then Mike said on my P. I'm like, no, give him something like spaghetti or something like. Spell Wednesday. W e d n e s d a y. Wednesday. <laughs> I remember too. Wednesday. Wednesday. Y'all niggas need Jesus. Before we get out of here, what are y'all thoughts on Space Jam Two is coming out? I'm sorry, Space Jam, the new legacy. Because Mike hates it when I say two. Because it's not Space Jam. It's not Space Jam 2. It's just not what it is. <laughs> Wrong. Then, then what is it then? I mean, Space Jam. Space Jam new legacy, Paul. <laughs> the new the generation. Keyword is there new go. legacy, so I'm going to go with that for the new generation. See, there you go. I, I don't know. I ain't even got my kids to watch the original one, so I don't know. I want to see. You have it? I haven't. No. Mar- I uh. Austin C. Yeah, ori- everything, bro. We watching on Hulu. You know, it's weird nowadays. They don't want to see that old, so they want to just stick with the new stuff. Okay, no. So I don't know. Yeah, look, them kids, you grown. Put the shit on. <laughs> Watch <laughs> this TV, kids. <laughs> no, man. Like, I had to ask Austin, like, because Austin wanted to watch it, and I was like, here's how this generation of kids are right now. I was like, Kid, do you even know who the Looney Tunes are? And he was like, I know who the Looney Tunes are. Yeah. Okay, name five Looney Tunes right now. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, uh, 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 Tweety, uh, oh, he was freaking out on the fifth one. Uh, uh, I was like, dude, say, say something. He was like, what's the cat's name? Slil, sl, sl, like Sylvester. Okay, we'll count it. <laughs> so we watched the original on Hulu. So he enjoyed it. So it's supposed to be on HBO Max too. So he's not feeling he's not feeling very well. He stayed home today. So I was like, we might just watch it on HBO Max tomorrow instead of I wanted to take him to the theater, but never went that idea. So but, but uh well Marcus, what are your expectations for it? I think the Looney Tunes look amazing in this new this new uh, Space Jam, to be honest. It kind of has like a 3D slash 2D feel to it. Uh-oh. John's already started. John's holding up a trash can. But anyways, continue. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not picky, so I'm okay with it. I, I, I'm, I'm just really here for the Looney Tunes. So I like how they look. I like the animation. I look at all that. I like the animation, how they look. You know, they're not standard 2D version. It's like a 3D slash 2D version. So I just want to see. I'm here for the Looney Tunes. No, no shade, no shade for LeBron James. I like LeBron James. He's come a long way. I'm happy for him. 
But I don't think he got he has a lot of shoes to fill compared to Jordan. I just want Bug, I just want Bugs Bunny to say, I hope hopefully he says this in the movie. LeBron, uh, Michael would have made that shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even, it's, I heard there's a lot of cameos in this movie too, but yeah. they're keeping that seat tight. So I'm here for the Looney Tunes and cameos. Yeah, there's a, there are plenty of cameos in here. So oh, give me that. I'm a roll with Bill it. Murray and shit. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm gonna see it in theaters. If the kids don't want to see it, I'm gonna ask them first. If not, I'm going to go see it. Draddy asses. Fuck it, John. <laughs> Uh, the movie's going to be two hours of product placement, and it's going to be a commercial for Looney Tunes, which is to be expected. I I'm not probably won't be seeing this movies. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> no. yeah, I, I think it is what it is. I'm just going to go into it without any expectations of the original Goat of Space Jam because that was, I mean, boy, you were four when the original Space Jam came yeah. out. And you know what? You know what? It came out on VHS, and I was able to watch it when I turned six. Boom! <laughs> and it was wonderful. Damn. But uh, yeah. You. Wait, what? <laughs> Randall. Um. What? What? Uh. I was gonna say what he said, but I don't remember which one who said it. What D said with a little bit of what uh, Mike said, as in I'm. Not. You you, um, just, you just went out. I don't. I, it's not gonna be. I mean, cause I like Space Jam as a kid, but don't. I never was. That never was really my shit. You know, I, like it was. It was what it was. So, and let's face it, LeBron is not Jordan. Rather, for better or for worse, he's not. Also, let's um, let's be so, honest. Uh, Jordan in the first Space Jam movie is not good. Yeah, it's not like Michael Jordan yeah. is a great actor and he was like, this shit was just fine. No, you liked it because it was Michael. Yeah. And and it was graphics and basketball. It's a fun movie. He didn't like movie. it because the shit was just dope and Michael Jordan was like, yo, put Michael Jordan in the no. No, it ain't happening. Because so, every one of us wanted to fuck Lola Bunny. All right, so with that being said, y'all follow us on social media. <laughs> thank y'all for um thank thank y'all for being patient with us on getting season welcome 2 back. started. Well, welcome to God Almighty. Welcome baby, back. Welcome on, back. Buddy. Welcome back indeed. Jesus. We went from talking about a movie to furries all of a sudden. <sighs> but anyways, next time are y'all ready for the the next bracket we were about to do? If y'all thought we, if y'all thought we made y'all mad with the Usher bracket, black sitcoms next time on Kick Out at three. Oh shit! <laughs> Why you gotta? I'm moderating. I'm moderating. Fuck that. No, hey, I'm moderating. Hey, hey, hey. Why would you even put this through that? Because we're gonna get a judge either way on our choices. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah that that's the fun, duh. Like what what are you new here? Uh... You know what? Just run it. We'll, we'll, we'll have fun with this. We'll have fun. Run it. So, yeah. Anyways. Black Dogger ain't no punk, bitch. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait. No wait, so wait. Wait. Mike, why do you get to moderate? I guess. Right, oh, no, wait. Mike is the youngest. Oh, wait. Yeah, Mike is the youngest. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Mike is moderating. 
Yeah, Dominic, it depends on what, what, which ones you put on there, too, so. Yeah, Mike's. I mean, I still have to have a voice. Mike's moderating. John, why are you shaking your person. head? Wait, 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 wait. Who's the, who's the oldest here? Uh, John, am I older than you? You're older than me by a month. Okay, yeah, that'd be me. Jesus Christ. All so, right. <laughs> so, I guess I'll fall in maybe third place, I think. <laughs> I have no idea how old Lamarcus is. Holy shit! How old do y'all think I am? Because everybody's shocked. Like when they ask how old I am, I'm working I'm gonna, on it. I'm gonna say I'm somewhere between twenty-five and forty. Somewhere. <laughs> you're thirty-two. You're you're thirty-two. You're thirty-two. Thirty-three. Okay, 33, I, was, yeah. I was close. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Old, you just a baby. This will just turn twenty-seven. Hey, you young, young as hell. But you busted yeah, yeah. Look, tender it's young man. Busted I'm young. Yeah, you, you little young man with the lip, uh, with the hot box filter on, and the Claude <laughs> Banks haircut. Stinky <laughs> 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 ass fingers. Claude Banks. Claude Banks. Anyways, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Nick. And this is Claude Banks. <laughs> this is LaMarcus, and I'll make sure I'll be on time next time. Too many bitches to fuck. This is D's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, this Rambo, man, I ain't got it. Oh, peace. Turtles.